Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the Journey with the Muslima podcast with your fellow Muslima, Khairat. I just want to start this episode by thanking everyone who listened to the first episode and who sent me lovely messages and gave and gave me some feedback. Thank you guys. Um, so the part, the Quran verse I want to focus on today or part of the Quran verse that I want to focus on today is the 186th ayah of Surah Al-Baqarah, which is, and when my servants ask you about me, tell them that I am near. It's a reminder that Allah is always close to us. It's also a reminder that sometimes we feel alone and like no one on this earth can understand us, can understand us but we have to realize that, that Allah understands us. Um, it's like sometimes you're feeling upset or angry or really annoyed about something and no one can, and when you try to explain to people, they can't fully grasp the struggle and they can't fully grasp like the emotions that are going on inside you but the only, only Allah can grasp it because he's the one who made those feelings inside of you that makes sense like if you really deep it no one can understand it because they, they're not the ones who made it like they're not the ones who created those feelings inside of you Allah is the one who created it so he's the only one who can understand you and that's why we have to obviously turn to Allah and not people so um the subject I want to focus on today is just my experience um in secondary school um I think there's two things I found the most difficult when I was in secondary school and the first one would be peer pressure like I just want to point out guys peer pressure is actually real like I know you I think it this is sounding like a form lesson but peer pressure is actually real guys like and the thing is I didn't think it had an effect on me but now that I really deep it had an effect on me to some extent like when I was in school and they would talk about peer pressure, they'd be like, peer pressure can make you do all these terrible things. It can make you try and do... And I used to sit there like, me, peer pressure. Like, I ain't out here smoking nothing. I ain't drinking no alcohol. I ain't doing nothing out of order. But like, <laughs> even though I wasn't doing these things, there was a feeling that made me feel, like, feel left out. I was like, why am I not precipitated? But <gasps> precipitated. Oh, no. <laughs> I meant to say, I forgot the word I meant to say, but anyways, why am I not like taking part, the other word for taking part, why am I not taking part in like the things that I saw people were doing and like the thing is, because obviously if I had a relationship with Allah like I do now, I would understand that I didn't want to make Allah angry with me, that's why I wasn't doing all those things, by that time I just didn't want to make my mom angry with me and that's why I wasn't doing them, like it wasn't like, oh I was, it, was, it wasn't out of the fear of Allah, it was out of the fear of my mom which obviously is not what you're supposed to do and like when people always um and it just it shows the importance of building a relationship with Allah because um I remember I watched this video and this um sheikh was talking about how um you have to view your relationship with Allah yeah and he was talking about and he was using the example as uh, of if your friend tells you not to do something obviously you love your friend you respect your friend you wouldn't do you wouldn't do it because your friend has told you not to do it but if and but if it's a, a complete stranger and he comes up to you and he's like oh don't do this thing you look at them like are you crazy like why why would i listen to you i don't know who you are so it's like we have to we can't see allah as a stranger we have to see him as a friend as a wali so that when he so when he tells us to do something when he tells us to to you know dress modestly when he tells us to uh i don't know not eat pork like it's easier for us to do it because we because we're doing it out of the fear and the respect and the love that we have for allah if that all makes sense but like yeah I think peer pressure really did affect on me like I really felt like I was being left out of something like I wasn't I wasn't feel fully like experiencing secondary school because I wasn't doing all these things I saw people around me doing but like alhamdulillah I'm really 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 glad that I didn't do all those things now because that would have been mad um 
<laughs> but yeah um that's the f- i think that's the first point i think that's everything i want to say about that first point but the next thing i th- i found really i found really difficult in secondary school was like if you remember in the first episode i did say that i used to live in an area that was um that i was surrounded by black muslim people but i moved away from that area and i moved to a different area that i wasn't surrounded by black muslim people i was surrounded by like different races um pakistani um white and i could count on my hand the amount of black people that that were in my secondary school so it was so it was like a culture shock like my mind was short-circuiting when i was like walking around school and i didn't see the people that i was used to seeing like i didn't because obviously we like all those people that i grew up on we grew up together like we, we knew each other since we were kids in it so it was like weird to move to a whole different place not knowing everybody and the thing is if i just didn't know everybody but there was still like people that i could relate to it would, be, it would have been a lot easier but it was like I didn't know anybody there was no one who like not spoke the same language but who understood me like the same way because obviously I was surrounded by Muslims but like I didn't understand the culture I didn't understand the language I didn't understand the food so it was just like it was like a culture shock like I didn't understand the slang and everything and yeah it was just like very shocking so that added to like me having like an outsider syndrome in a way because like I felt like I didn't it's so weird but I felt like I didn't fit in to that in into the school because my school was had loads of muslims but i did, like when they would say like make jokes with you and like say stuff in their language i used to be just i used to be there, like what are you talking about why are you saying i don't understand so it's like i felt yeah i felt like an outsider from everything that was going on and then it was just it was just all it was all a mess but then there was like this thing in my secondary school that people didn't think i was muslim <laughs> like um this girl even said to me oh i thought you were christian but you were just wearing a scarf i was so confused i was like what do you mean because i wore a scarf and everything like it wasn't like obviously my name because people can't say my name probably so they don't call me khala in school they call me kira but we move on from that so like people couldn't say my name properly so obviously they didn't say it in the muslim way so like people didn't i guess my name didn't really show i was muslim but then again i was wearing a scarf so i thought i was obvious and then when people did find out that i was muslim they assumed i was like somalian or sudanese which there's nothing wrong with somalian or sudanese but i ain't somalian or sudanese i'm nigerian <laughs> so i was so i was so confused that whole that whole thing people were not understand not getting that i was muslim the fact that obviously peer pressure was making me feel like i was being left out of something like big even though i wasn't and not being around people that i that i gelled with that all added to this outsider syndrome this not feeling like i was part of something not understanding what i was and it just it all because obviously i didn't have a lot to rely on i felt not alone because i did have friends i still have to deal alhamdulillah but i felt it felt weird like the only way i can describe it is that i felt weird it like never did it feel like i was totally alone because again i had friends but it, just, it was just a f- weird feeling in secondary school going in every day and it, yeah it was just weird yeah and every time people every like almost every day people would be like oh my gosh you're muslim like from year 7 to year 11 I, and i'll be like bro we've we have actually been in five years of school together and you didn't know i was muslim that is crazy that is actually mad but yeah and the people <laughs> i remember i went to a mosque like and this girl and i we were joining up with like um the little girls i don't know why i think their their teacher wasn't in for the day and like that we were like sitting i was sitting next to this little girl and like i was reading my Quran, obviously and then she turns she goes to me she goes were you born muslim i was like yeah she goes were your family like i all your family muslim i was like yeah 
she was like oh okay and i was like i was like what is going on like what do you mean was i born muslim like excuse me excuse me but obviously she was a little girl so like obviously i get it but like and every time I would meet, we and my like siblings would go to mosque and we would get like looks from people not looks not like bad looks but would get stares like people are, like shocked like oh my gosh like there's black people coming to like I don't know it was just it was really really weird that whole thing made it very strange but obviously now I'm used to it not used to it as in like the looks because I don't really get that anymore but I'm used to it as in like I'm used to being the only black girl in lesson like I looked in my lesson one time in my sixth form and I was like I'm the only black person in this room like <laughs> like obviously it's not deep but I'm, I'm used to it now but at that time like when I was younger it was so weird because I wasn't used to it I, I wasn't used to it then because I was used to being surrounded by black Muslim people but yeah but said I wouldn't say secondary school was miserable it was actually really quite fun I had friends good time you know I had good grades alhamdulillah but you know it was just it was just that 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 uh, yeah again it's just that outsider syndrome and because i hadn't i didn't have a connection with allah and i didn't understand why i was doing things why i was doing things it was it was hard to feel alone because i was relying on people and not on allah if that makes sense i was relying on the dunya and not on allah if that all makes sense but it was obviously due to my age and because i was so young that I, I if i felt like that but now obviously i don't care anymore but at that time it was it was really really weird but yeah guys uh peer pressure is no joke it's no joke and i want to say to any of the young girls who are starting secondary school who are about to go into secondary school or are in secondary school right now don't do it don't sell your soul to fit in it's just, it's literally not worth it like if you when you're older and a little a little bit more mature and you're looking back to some of the things you might have done to try and like make people feel impressed by you or, or fit in you literally feel so stupid because you're like why did i do that why did i stoop so low to, to just fit in you know like it'll make you feel so much happier if you look back and you're, and you're like oh yeah i didn't i didn't do anything stupid like i know what some people did and i didn't do that just to fit in trust me it'll make you it'll make you feel so much happier about yourself if you didn't give in to that nonsense um but yeah, let's go to the genuine... That was the end of the story. <laughs> let's go to the genuine news segment. So, the Women's FIFA World Cup news. Nigeria, the Women's Nigerian team went against England. <sighs> it was really sad because Nigeria did so well in the game. But then, like, in the... Um, in the... What's it called? Um, penalty shootout, they lost. It was so, so sad because they did, they did so well. They tried. They gave it all. Even the commentators were saying that, oh, um, Nigeria is the um, dominating team in this game. So they were doing so well. Everyone knew that they were doing better than England. It was just the the um, penalty shootouts. I think that just, the pressure just got to them. And then they lost. So Nigeria's out now. But it's okay. They did so well. They tried. What else, what else can you ask from them than that, I guess? So <laughs> this next news story is like so strange because I basically I searched up <laughs> weird news of the week and I came across a whole thing on, on Google with like like news sites that have a whole section for weird and funny news of the week. And honestly, I'm going to be going there every single week to find something now because what I found this week was hilarious. I found something about some 80 year old woman beating up someone like it was crazy. So the one I want to focus on today specifically is 
woman ends day after making startling startling discovery in bathroom so she goes on a date with a guy i don't know if they meet in his house or they just go out and then come back to his house but like she goes on a date with him and then she goes into his bathroom and she finds 17 bottles of herbal essences so basically she goes into his bathroom and she finds 17 bottles of like hand wash yeah and the funny the thing that's crazy is it's not the fact that there's 17 bottles in his bathroom that's fine whatever do you boo but why are they open they are like open on different levels like some of them are like half open some of them are like like basically about to be finished some of them are quarter open like it's i was like i i'm tempted to post a picture the screenshot I, I took because basically she posted on tiktok and i was like why are you embarrassing this man but she posted on tiktok and i have a screenshot of like all the bottles and they're like grouped up on like a table on a wooden table in his bathroom like a shrine and it's <sighs> honestly it's so bad like I, I don't i don't understand i don't like i'm trying to think of any reason why any grown man would have 17 bottles of hand wash some of them open some of them like and then he had like a a, a toothpaste open on the side as well <laughs> I, I don't know why this is so funny to me but like it's the way and the one of round table wooden round table like he really treasures these like um hand wash hand washes and, it's <laughs> and she said she thought it was a red flag that's definitely a red flag I'm sorry, that is a red flag. And it's such a waste of money and waste of space. Like, you can get two hand washes every week and you'll be set old. Or, like, go to Costco and get, like, a, a pack and you'll be set for, like, a month at least. So, like, I don't <laughs> I don't understand why he has it on the table. Oh, gosh, I wish... I, I feel like I want to post it on the Instagram, but I don't know yet. Um, so, let's move on to, uh, to the um, what would you do if segment of this week. And the question of the week is... What would you do if a dramatic voice followed you around narrating your life? Firstly, I would like to say this voice would get really, really bored. Like, my life is boring in a good way. I'm not I'm not bothered if it's boring. That's that's my life. It's boring. So, like, this, this voice would get so, so bored. Like, I would literally be there and it'd be like, she's going into her room again to watch Netflix. Or she's going to watch Criminal Minds again. Or she's lying down on her bed reading a book again like i do the same things every day i hang out with the same people like honestly like my life this voice would get so bored and it would like it would get less dramatic as the days come along would be like at the beginning like oh my gosh yeah and then by the end of the like week by the end of the first week it'd be like yeah she's going into her room now or she's going to watch netflix now or she's going to hang out with her brother now or she's going to hang out with the two friends she hangs out with every single time now like it would get bored and it would get annoying firstly but the voice would get really really bored I'm, I'll, feel, I'll feel sorry for the voice by the end of like the first week all right moving on to the next next segment which is the learn politics together so today this week we'll be focusing on nigerian politics i would like to point out that nigerian politics is so much more complicated than british politics oh my gosh it's so long and i think it's because they have like states I think that's why and apparently Nigerian politics is like the same as America as the American political system maybe because they both have states but I'm gonna make it so simple this this week and I'm gonna like try and expand on the knowledge next week yet yeah? I mean the week after next week inshallah because obviously next week is going to be British British politics but so we have to think about these three so these are like the three levels of the government and like we have to think about it as like building blocks so at the top 
would have like the federal government which is like the the big that that's like the whole country and then in the middle we'll have the state government which is like ruling over the each state and stuff like that and then the local government is like the council like the the local area and the council for the local area that's what i'm going to do for this week because honestly my brain was jumbled up and i don't want to jumble your like you guys' brains up as well so the debate question of the week is should financial advice be available in schools and the answer is yes there is no argument with this one because genuinely there is actually no argument with this one there's no way we can like try and flip this and be like or play the devil's advocate or something there's no way we can flip this one the answer is yes because why am i learning about shakespeare even though i love love english why am i learning about shakespeare but i don't know how to pay my taxes i don't know how um how to increase my credit score i don't really even know what credit score is i don't like if you if you ask me to define credit score i would not be able to give you a a definition because i don't really know what it is either like so (laughs) how am i going out into the real world and don't know what credit score is don't know how to increase like how to do better with my finance how to really do savings properly like I don't even know the different banks. Like, you know how people have, like, their saving account bank and they're like, and even interest. I don't even get it. Like, I don't understand it. And it's because I wasn't taught it. Like, obviously, people are going to say, oh, there's some things that your teachers, your parents should teach you at home. But I'm sorry, I'm going into school to learn about life, no? Like, why, why do I know more about timetables and I know more about how I'm going to live my life and how I'm going to pay for a house and mortgage and all that stuff like that like it makes absolutely no sense and they wonder why people are in debt they wonder why people are in what's called financial difficulties at the age of 20 and they wonder why people like why the 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 financial status of the country is going down like it's because you're not teaching people how to deal with it from a young age start at year seven and then move it up don't start at year because my my school tried to do it like year 11 and it wasn't it wasn't gonna work it wasn't gonna work because you should have started at year seven and they moved it up like this 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 um subject gets me so heated because it's like it's so dumb like it's so dumb the things they teach you in school like i remember when people used to say all the time in school and i used to be like what are you talking about like this is going to help me in my life like um you never know when i'm going to need this but now that i've really deeped it yeah what is shakespeare going to do for me in my life what is knowing what uh iamic pentameter is that is, i don't even have to say going to do for my life but i don't know how to pay my taxes it just it makes no sense but yeah um so this is the end of the second episode guys obviously don't forget to show some love by following this podcast wait to share and tell a friend follow the instagram account at journey underscore with the muslima at some point inshallah i would love to do some dilemmas i would love love to do some dilemmas but like you have to send it to the email like i'll put i'll put the description i'll put the email in the description below because it's exp- it's kind of complicated to explain the um like what the email is and if you do send some like dilemmas remember your goal is not a therapist and if you send some islamic dilemmas don't forget your goal ain't no sheikh so like <laughs> so i will not be able to give you like full like advice but i would try to give you advice on what like to my best ability so yeah next week inshallah i'll continue the story jazakallah for listening and have a lovely week bye